श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाय गौर भक्त बृंद की जाय गौर प्रेमानंदे बोलो हरि हरि बो सो दिस इवनिंग इज द अपीयरेंस डे कमेमोरेशन ऑफ श्री कराधर पंडित श्री श्री गौर गराधार की जाय And uh, we sang a beautiful song, song composed by Thakur Bhakti Vinod. That was one of the favorite songs of Bhakti Sadant Saraswati Thakur, and uh, it's sung every morning in the temple of Shri Radha Gaur Radha Gandhar Bhikkhagiridhari. Radha and Krishna and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Chaitanya Saraswati Mat, founded by Pujapad Bhakti Rakshak Sridharadev Goswami Maharaj. So we first heard it there. And um, we used to sing it every morning hmm? quite some time. I think we'll begin it again here at our Gorada Malava temple. That's a nice song. It just describes some of the different associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu very beautifully. Mm. And um, it, uh, and very accurately, I'll go through it a little bit and segue off and elaborate a bit on the words Gadadharamadana, which we find in the second stanza. Um, so he says that Kali Kukura Kadana Yadi Chawe that the 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 Kali Yuga, Kali Yuga the that uh it, this thought age of hypocrisy and quarrel hmm? a morally um compromised time spiritually compromised um, environment, at least externally, into which the greatest opportunity, the we don't want to say the silver lining, but the golden lining, if you will, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu makes his appearance. The golden opportunity in a dark age. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, uh, so both sides are described, and Kali Yuga is described here as Kukura. Kukura means a dog, so like a mad dog. They're fairly common in India, um, mad dogs, compared to here, um, in my experience. And uh, you don't want to run into a mad dog, obviously. So Kali Yuga is like a mad dog biting at your leg, something like that. <clears throat> and uh, he sings, Thakur Bhakti Vinod, that if you want to be safe from and overcome the influence of the mad dog of Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga Pavana. There is a Pavana, a uh, friend, a deliverer, <coughs> savior of the Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga Pavana and Kali Bhayanashana. So the the fear that comes from this mad dog of Kali, that will be Nashana, destroyed by the Kali Yuga Pavana. Sri Satchinandan Gauhe. Uh, and of course, that is the son of Sachi, hmm? 
So sing the name of Sachi, uh, Sachi Nandan, and he's the Kali Yuga Pavana, the deliverer of the people, savior of Kali Yuga. He will destroy the mad dog of Kali and his uh, uh, negative influence in our lives. The whole subject of Kali Yuga, of course, is interesting, and we've addressed it to some extent, talked about it in different ways, and and so forth. Mm. And um, the overriding message, if you will, is that it's uh, is that the scripture kind of speaks to us in a time, in a way, as if to say, pay attention, now is the time, there are, it's inauspicious, and for all the more reason you should take advantage, and a great dispensation has been made available, and so forth. That's the kind of essence that we need to draw from that, <coughs> Kali Yuga. That uh, we're in the midst of a, of a great opportunity, and and uh, one that is very much suited, if you will, for a time in which people have short memories and as it's described and um, tend towards irreligiousness and so forth. It's a very kind of religious light, if you will, chant and everything is accomplished compared to the complicated complex systems of dharma, if you will, that are described in the sacred texts and so forth. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, has been described in the, some of the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita and Chaitanya Bhagavat as in his youth in Nadia, before he began to manifest himself as the Kali Yuga Pavana and so forth. He would go on the banks of the Ganges and disturb the meditators even, and the religious people also. Hmm? Making fun of them and and uh, and so forth, splashing the meditators with Gandhi's water and breaking their meditation and so forth, and telling who are you meditating on? You're wasting your time. Hmm? You should think of me like uh, in this way. <laughs> he, uh, from his very youth, wanted to emphasize the idea that in that there's a kind of a streamlined method, if you will, to the madness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who's pursuing the love of, of Radha that overflows in such a way that gives us access to such uh, um, esoteric, an esoteric realm of the inner life of the, of the Absolute, that there's a method to his madness and it's a very uh, shortcut and it's very effective and by contrast, other methods for deliverance do not uh, have the same efficacy, the same reach in the transcendence, particularly with regard to efficacy they're lacking in the Kali Yuga. The requisite qualifications required to really apply oneself in such disciplines are lacking. So here is a discipline that requires no qualification, seeks no qualification. Indeed, we find saints singing about the dispensation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and reasoning well that I am most worthy of 
a recipient of your dispensation of divine love because I'm most unqualified. And uh, there's no, there seems to be no joking there in that matter. So, uh, indeed, the word here, Kali Yuga Pavana, that is uh, one of the names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was a name that Nityananda Prabhu very much wanted him to be known as. And uh, to that end, he went out of his way to find the implication is the most unqualified people of the time in Nadia, which was the famous Jagai and Madai, who were murderers and thieves and drunkards and so forth and so on, and uh, arranged in such a way that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would deliver them in the world, but know that, that he was the, the Kali Yuga Pavana, the savior of Kali Yuga. So, um, a very... Um, um, wonderful and powerful, effective dispensation, the chanting of the holy names of Krishna. And of course here, Bhakti Vinod is advocating the chanting of his name for that matter. As I've said many times, Nityananda Prabhu advocated in the beginning and by way of doing that started the whole lineage of what is sometimes called Chaitanya Vaishnavism. So he goes on then um, to, after glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to glorify his principal associates and then to speak about some of his wonderful leelas that uh, constituted a type of um, a, a, a different ways in which he um, uh, uh, affected the lives of very um, influential um, people mm -hmm. and delivered them and spread the dharma of, of Nam and so forth. And he begins this, as I say, uh, first with the, uh, now some glorification of the principal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gadadhar Marana. So he says he's the... Um, He basically says uh, he's the Cupid of Karadhar, Karadhar Madana. Madana is a romantic, has romantic implications. And so that's a curious um, idea. And the theology behind that is that the, that the in, in Gaur Leela, in the Leela in which Krishna appears as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to experience the love of Radha for himself, to experience himself from her vantage point, hmm? to take the vantage point of a devotee. It's a, it's a way of saying that the devotee's vantage point is the most, uh, most advantageous, that bhakti, therefore, is a means unto it itself, unto its end, and, uh, an, end, an, excuse me, an end unto itself. What will you get by bhakti? More bhakti is the idea. Krishna himself is chasing after bhakti. Uh, he's subordinated to it. He's overwhelmed in the uh, ultimate and the optimum expression of bhakti, which is manifest in the Brajlila that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to speak about. So it's really a whole teaching about the 
efficacy of bhakti, the completeness of bhakti, bhakti for bhakti's sake, and, and so on. So Krishna, taking the position of the supreme bhakta, if you will, Radha, or trying to, hmm, he has to um, disguise himself. He's the center, he's the enjoyer, and he takes on a sacrificing disposition. Religious people tend to be a little attracted to this sac if they're astute and sincere in their approach to be attracted to the sacrificing side. I've told before the story of how one Christian fellow complained to one of our monks that that your candidate for God, Krishna, is an enjoyer and ours is a sacrificer, Christ. So obviously he, Christ is a better example of uh, of, the, of the God, the Godhead. Hmm? And uh, so when I was told, I replied, I said that you have to appreciate the fact that if there's a sacrificer, indeed there is, then there has to be someone who enjoys on the other end. So Krishna is a description of that enjoying center, if you will. And if you want to talk about sacrificing, we have that too. <laughs> and um, and and the much as love is a uh, is born, if you will, as I said, of sacrifice. It's kind of a a uh, intensification of the sacrificing principle. First, sacrifice sounds a little painful because it's something you do consciously. You make a self sacrifice, and there's a little bit of a pinch to that. But as you do that, then of course the giving that's involved there is its own reward and you start to feel more full and then you sacrifice more and the next thing you know you don't feel anything. I mean the sacrifice, you're living in the gift, if you will, by continuing to give and to give unlimitedly or without without a separate, uh, without any expectation of return and ultimately that can be done only when the giving is centered on the supreme taker. So it has to be that side of it, the taker, and then the sacrificing side. So this is Radha. Radha is the sacrificing side, the giving side, so to speak. So when Krishna wants to then um, see himself from her perspective, he has to become a sacrificer. It was a very odd thing to say. This is Krishna. And point to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who um, uh, for example, he is going to be described later, he was a sannyasi. And Krishna's, you know, and the enjoyer. They're the antithesis of one another. Hmm? Here he's described, nyasi kula nayaka. Grihi jana shikshaka nyasi kula nayaka. He, getting a little ahead of ourselves with regard to Gorgadadar, but he, he was the perfect householder. Grihi jana shikshaka. So he, he, he taught by his example, how to be a householder, a married person, and to be a perfect devotee at the same time. Hmm? Such is the power of bhakti. It doesn't require that you become a celibate and live in the forest alone and so forth. It has that power. Hmm? And then, Grihijana Shikshaka, Nyasi Kula Nayaka. And he's the hero of the sannyasis. The word nayaka is, means hero. But typically in aesthetic, uh, Indian aesthetics, the hero is one of 64 types. 64 types of heroes. 
It means 64 types of lovers, male lovers, if you will. And, for example, in Ujbal Nilmani, um, Rupa Goswami, he's playing out the idea in Bhakti Rasamrita Sunni that Krishna is the Vishaya Lambana, Alambana Udipana. It means for there to be rasa, there has to be the object of love and then the love itself, the, the, person, the shelter of that love, the vessel of that love. Hmm? So these are called uh, alambanas, udipanas, hmm? vibhavas. Hmm? Uh, and um, so when describing the vishai alambana, Krishna, the perfect object of love, that half of the equation, then uh, he describes different qualities of Krishna, the Dhirodatta, the Dhiraprashanta, the Dhiralalita, the Dhirodatta, there are different types of heroes. There's four of them, and then they can be divided again into two, parakya, married or unmarried, and so if one, anyway, it all plays out into 64. Hmm. And what is it? There's two types, and then there's four, four times two is eight, and then it goes. And all of them are played out in Ujbal Nilamani and described and so forth with examples. And, and the idea is that Krishna is the personification of all these different types of heroes. He's the supreme hero. But my point here is that this word, and then Radharani is the Nike, she's the heroine, and there's 360 types of heroines. They all, this means all different moods. You know, there's the. There's the, there's the um, there's the dominant one, and there's the you know submissive one. You know, just give a simple example. And many, many nuanced. Uh, it's all psychology, really, love psychology, and so forth. And then, so the idea is that Rod is the personification of all of those, and then her principal associates are manifestations of one particular mood, one particular to another. Hmm? So when Radhika thinks Krishna particularly wants this, she sends this gopi to him, hmm? or another gopi to him. Hmm? And then, and and so she pushes them forward. And sometimes she knows only I can satisfy him. So she pushes herself forward, only because it will please him the most. This kind of idea. So she's the perfect heroine. He's the perfect hero. But this is all love language. And here it said, Nyasikula Nyayaka. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the hero of the sannyasis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's the hero of the sannyasi. He's, he's a different kind of hero, and he's a renounced, renounced hero. He's that same hero, but he's now showing the opulence of sannyas and renunciation. And so it's pertinent to bring this up, to skip ahead in effect, and then go back in our explanation briefly here of Gaur Gadadhar, which Gadadhar Madana Madana is the Cupid, you know, Gaur is the, the Cupid of Gadadhar, the lover of Gadadhar. So um, the point here is that Gore Leela, we don't find that Krishna in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the Acharya is involved in romantic affairs other than in a married life and he did it perfectly and so forth. Then he became a sannyasi. So before his married life uh, or you know, we don't we, we don't find uh him uh, engaged in the kind of affairs that we hear that Krishna's engaged in. And after his married life, no, neither. Hmm? 
and uh, or during his married life. And when he became sannyasi, he became sannyasi. He took a sannyas for the sake of the people in general. It took him out of Navadweep. Krishna's leaves Vrindavan, apparently, to go to Mathura and Dwarka to establish Dharma and speak the Bhagavad Gita and so forth. And so the corresponding idea of that in Gaurila, Gaur is Krishna. As I said, it's the reverse jacket, you know, reverse out sweater. It has to be the same person because what Gaur is about is Krishna's pursuance of the Prema Madhuri of Radha that no other avatar is even interested in. Hmm? So Krishna's pursuing it, so the avatar, if you will, or the manifestation of himself by which he pursues that has to be himself. It can't be some other avatar. It has to be Krishna himself. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. And you look closely, he's Krishna, but he's a little different. He's kind of Krishna on, you know, on tilt. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's trying to fit into the position of Radha. So he's become a sacrificer. Hmm? And in that uh, sacrificing role, in that giving role, and, and, and so forth, he takes sannyas and goes outside of Navadvip and gives the teachings to the common people, like Krishna leaves Navadvip, speaks the Bhagavad Gita, and so forth, and shows the way to enter back into the um, Navadvip Leela and thereby experience uh, Krishna Leela and so forth. So anyway, the sannyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu—it's—it's it's an important in this sense for, for, from from our point of view. Hmm? He's reaching out to us. He's coming outside of his immediate circle, and this is a sacrifice to leave Vishnu Priya. He's Sachinandan to leave Sachi. I mean, he had absolutely no reason. People leave for reasons usually, you know because the wife wasn't working out or the husband wasn't working out or, or, or you know, sometimes for the highest reasons and so forth. But he, he because it's the noble thing to do, it's, there's, you know, one should, it's knowledgeable to detach and so forth. But this is Krishna. I mean, he's with Yashoda, you know, and uh, in, a, in another Leela, and he's with, uh, uh, you know, Vishnu Priya and Lakshmi herself. So, he has no reason to leave, but he left for our sake and to, and to teach then the hero of the uh, of the renunciates. And the point I'm making here also is that he was a perfect renunciate. We find the vairagya, the detachment of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to be very extreme. As I said before, the old sannyasis that are the figurative roots of the tree, figurative tree of love of God, the Puris, Brahmananda Bharati, Keshavapuri, uh, Keshavabharati, there were nine of them. These were old, kind of, you know, kind of, Brahmananda Bharati wore only a deer skin. These were heavy, heavy guys. And um, very overtly renounced. And here is this young boy of 24 years old, very handsome and, you know, loved by everyone in the whole town. No reason to leave in, the, in, the, in that sense. He's become a sannyasi, and the measure of his sannyasa, and his vairagya, if you will, frightened these old sannyasis. 
they thought, my oh, standard of detachment, we, we can't keep up with that. And so, um, the idea is here is Krishna showing the power, his power of detachment, if you will. And so he was a perfect sannyasi. And so there was no question, although he is Krishna and he is the same Krishna of the Braj Leela, there's no question of in this Leela him being a paramour, a hero in the aesthetic sense of a, of a romantic hero with uh, um, women and stuff outside of his dharmic married life. No place for that. Hmm. If there was any evidence for that, the whole sannyas lila would have gone down the drain. And so, no, he was extreme in that regard. Hmm. Um, nonetheless, there are some people who uh, try to take Krishna, he's Rasaraj, he's appeared as Gore, and then they posit um, that he had secret romantic relationships and so forth, and they want to enter into a relationship with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like like a paramour. So these ideas are not... Um, they can sound very interesting and so forth, and people can talk about them in kind of a rasic sense, with some rasic sensibilities, but they don't find support in any of the Goswami's literatures. They don't find support in the writings of Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami. They don't find support in the writings of Vrindavan Das Thakur, the two principal biographers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There are some statements, however, made in some of the songs of the devotees in, in Nadia uh, that um, could be seen to seem to indicate like this. And people, some persons have made um, rather much out of that and so forth. But our opinion is that th this is a um, uh, not uh, supported by the um, our Shastra gurus and uh, it creates a big problem, the idea. And what's really taking place in some of those songs, for example, is that they're seeing, looking at Chaitanya and they see Krishna. And then they speak like that. He is Krishna. Something to this effect. So the idea of Gore and Garadhar, if this kind of comes up, this topic often comes up when we're talking about Gore and Garadhar. Yeah, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. He's pursuing the mood of Radha, hmm? but he's Krishna, pursuing the mood of Radha. So, in when Krishna comes in this leela, then all of his associates are there. Right, Nityananda Prabhu is there. He's Balaram, and so forth and so on. Where's Radha? Hmm? He's Krishna pursuing the mood of Radha, but where is Radha? So, Garadhar is said to be the Radha of. Gorlila. Hmm? And so, Gadadhar Madana. Hmm? So, if you, you take Radha Madhava and Gor Gadai, Gor Gadadhar. Hmm? But again, the Leela is a little different. There's a little bit of a reverse out and so forth. So, um, he is, you know, Gor is the, is the Cupid of, of Gadadhar because Gadadhar is Radha. Hmm? So we're looking kind of beneath the surface. Um, but in the context of the Leela itself, it's not that it's played out in any overt 
manner. And of course, they're both in male form in the Leda for that matter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but how then, the question may be that, is it that Garadhar is Radha, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is in the mood of Radha? And the idea there is uh, that uh, Gadadhar is Shridhar Maharaj describing like this Lakshmi with a beggar's bowl Lakshmi is the is the you know the queen of Vaikuntha right so she's like got everything and she's got a beggar's bowl and she's following Radha is Lakshmi is a manifestation of Radha for the Vaikuntha Leela so in Gorlila, here, 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 the she she is following in the form of Gadara, following Chaitanya Mahaprabhu everywhere, trying to get her her bhava back, something like that. The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was uh, Krishna has, has stolen it or is trying to steal it, hmm? and so she's still in the picture, but somehow, somewhat. Uh, Depleted, but I'm, depleted means in a, in, this is a, in a positive sense. She has an emptiness that is that is uh, very full, if you will, full of neediness for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for for Krishna. And very also very Gadadhar was very protective of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There was once a time when um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nadia was weeping and weeping and saying. Where is Krishna? Where can I find him? Going mad and so forth. And Gadadhar Prabhu said, who was his fast companion, don't cry, he's in your heart. Calm down. So he began to tear apart his chest like this. And Sachi, his mother, came in and said, what's going on? You know, Stop him. You know, Stay with him, Gadadhar. Always protect him from himself, from his madness and so forth. So he had this protective role. In it. The idea also is that here is Krishna, trying to fit into Radha's position, and it's difficult for him. And her Mahabhav is hard for him to contain that. Hmm? He had he having trouble, we see, when he gets to Puri and he becomes mad and so forth, and is, he manifests ecstatic symptoms that Rupa Goswami says that they're there in Bhakti, but they're so rare, he says in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, I'm not going to speak about them. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exhibited those kind of symptoms. Mm-hmm. Like the perspiring of blood and so forth, uh, in ecstasy and in, in rathiyatra, very you know hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Outside it looks very frightening. Inside it's full of anandam. Prem bhayavicha jalohoi bitore anandamoi Krishna prem eradbhuta charita. This is the characteristic of prem. So. So Gadanhar has a kind of a protective role of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, kind of a guru role of sorts. And of course, Radhika is the guru of Krishna. Amishishu guru nata, Radhikar premera unmarta. So Radha's dancing, that is my guru, her madness drives me mad, drives me, her love drives me, excuse me, her love, her prem drives me mad, and so forth. Yes, uh, so uh, uh, Gadanhar is, is that's the type of guru in Puri he became he, he recited Bhagavatam every day to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also in Navadvipa in the house of Sachi after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu goes and bathes in the Ganges and so forth at the rising in the morning 
comes home, then there's Sachi will cook and 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 um, Vishnu Priya and Radha will recite Srimad Bhagavatam. Imagine that Bhagavatam class. Nityananda Prabhu is there, waiters come over, the older man at waiter and so forth. So many associates, Radha will speak the Bhagavatam. Who would be a more qualified person to speak the Bhagavatam? Hmm. Sometimes we call Bhagavatam, in Gaudi Vaishnavism, it's called Srimad Bhagavatam. Sometimes we say it means Radha Bhagavatam. It is the Bhagavatam, means Krishna, hmm, under the influence of, of Radha. Hmm? That's what really is the full message of Srimad Bhagavatam. Looking at Krishna from the perspective of Radha, that's why we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in there and so forth. Hmm? So to hear the Radha speak the Bhagavatam, I mean, she doesn't do it in the Krishna Leela, that wouldn't quite fit, but in in Chaitanya Leela, she, she becomes the expounder of Srimad Bhagavatam. What kind of classes we'll think? We want to enter into those Bhagavatam classes. Hmm? Every morning. Again, a devotee told me, one of my disciples told me, he said, it seemed like the Gaur Leela is a little kind of boring. And Krishna Leela is real exciting. They have these rendezvous in the forest and, you know, so on and so forth. I said, think again. You know, you're going to hear the Bhagavatam from Radharani. What, what kind of class? Will, do you like the classes? Yeah, that's the kind of class that would be. Where would they will, you know, transport us to and so forth? What, what will she draw from the text? Hmm. So Gadadhar is the speaker in Abhadweep and in Puri also. They're every day speaking Srimad Bhagavatam to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It even is said that when... Uh, Was it um, Srinivas, Narutam, and Shamala Srinivas? Was it Srinivas? There's three so, uh, associates of, well, three uh, principal devotees in the succession of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came just as the first generation was, was leaving, Rup, Sanatana, and so forth. They had association of Jiva Goswami, but they became. They were dispatched by Jiva Goswami to take the writings of the Goswamis and bring them back to Bengal, hmm? including the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is in Bengali. And, and through these books, they unified all the Gaudiya Vaishnavas who had different ideas about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's divinity and so forth, different angles of vision. They harmonized them all and showed the highest vision and so forth, and it formed the whole Sambhadaya, if you will. So these three devotees had the task of bringing the books and teaching them, Narutam, uh, Shamananda, and Srinivas. And by the time Srinivas came to uh, Puri, he came to meet the Gadadhar Pandit. Uh, Gadadhar Pandit had just passed away, I think, and he got the Bhagavatam from, of Gadadhar Pandit, but it was, it was all ruined by his tears. The tears of as he as he read the page he cried and that page would be finished and this is the kind of Bhagavatam discourse he was giving so this is an exciting leela to participate in hmm? there in Gaur Leela everything that could possibly happen the farthest reach of the efficacy of all the practices that we do once seeing the deity once chanting the name and so on and so forth, all the things that are said. It all happens all the time. Hmm? 
doesn't happen to us all the time because of our conditioning and it takes time and so forth. But Gorlila is Sadaka Siddha Bhumi, the land where Siddhas are playing the role of Sadakas, led by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, and so forth, Pandit, Srivastak, they're all mentioned here, Advaita, these are the leaders, and all worshipping Krishna. And they'll be transported into Krishna Leela and back into Gaur Leela and so on and so forth. So Garadhar is, is giving the Bhagavatam, teaching Chaitanya Mahaprabhu what kind of he was appointed by um, Sachi to always take care of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he's taking care of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in terms of his effort to experience Radha Bhav and the difficulties that will um, occur from that. He will crash on the ground. Hmm? He will crash on the ground. I mean, crashing to the ground. Leaping up and crashing to the ground. And it would make your own bones shatter and crack just to, just to see that. Hmm? It's, it's, it's actually as the, the power of this frame and so forth. So Gadadhar has some kind of like protective role. He, as a Radhika knows, if you do if he try if you if you're successful in stealing my Bob, what it will do to you, that'll be problematic. So I'll have to go and protect you to some extent, so forth. So this is somewhat the role of uh Gadadhar. He is Radha and still Chaitanya Mahapu experiences, and they, we say steals, she's hesitant to give it to him because she knows what it will do. Mm-hmm. So he has to be a little crafty, he steals. And then then um, she becomes, and Gadadar becomes empty, something like that. Pujapachitamara said, like an empty bag. But this empty, this, this zero, is a positive zero It's, it's in that it's, it makes... Him, Gadadhar, so full of longing, the longing, hmm, that um, if we could get that longing in our heart, this would be our uh, this our perfection. Hmm? So, like a shadow following Chaitanya Mahaprabhu everywhere. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to Puri, Jagannath Puri, the sannyasi, then Gadadhar said, I'll make a vow, I'll always stay in Puri, because he thought Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would always stay in Puri. Hmm? When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to leave to go to Vrindavan, he said, the hell of my vow, and he broke his vow and went outside of the jurisdiction of Puri. Mahaprabhu was sent him back. Hmm? Very touching. At any rate, he was this way. For the most part, following Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, everywhere. And uh, he is, therefore, the Radha in in uh, in Chaitanya Lila, but a Radha whose whose uh, whose love, whose Baba, whose ecstasy is being taken by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, she's allowing it to some extent, something like that. He's put in the hands of Lalita and Visaka, gopis, who are the constant companions of Radha, in the form of Kadat or Srup Damodar and Ramananda Roy, and they coach him in the end, to enter into that in such a way that uh, his mission will be successful, if you will. These are very esoteric uh, ideas. Uh, but 
At any rate, Gadadhar Pandit, to the extent that Mahaprabhu experiences successfully uh, takes on her bhava, then he recedes to the position of Lalita, to the position of Brukmini, for example, in Dwarka, in, we find in Dwarka, um, which is the, which is Puri, is the manifestation of Dwarka, if you will, in the Gorlila. So we if we study carefully, we see, oh, he's receding to the position of Lita in Nadia when this happens. In, in Puri, he's receding to the position of Rukmini. Rukmini is a partial manifestation of Radha. Uh, we, 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 if we study the mood of Gadadha Pandit, we can see that we can see. Hmm? Anyone who can be show the bhava of Lalita at one time and Rukmini at another time, these are partial moods of Radha, or the full mood of Radha. Hmm? All those moods, all those heroines, again, are in her, something like that. So Gadadha, we shouldn't have any doubt. He is the Radha of Gorlila, but he's in somewhat of a, what appears to be a compromised position, as I say, chasing after his own bhava that's been stolen and trying to protect the person who's stolen it because of the problems that will result from that for him, who uh, she loves, whom he loves, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, but there's a fullness in this, I want to say. And this is the teaching Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, how to how to approach Krishna, how to enter that Leela. And so, so Gadadhar's um, ways are very uh, instructive to us, as are those of all the principal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in this particular, uh, of Krishna, uh, who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So in this Leela, it's, it's a teaching Leela in many respects. So, Gadadhar Madana. Hmm? And he says, Nitayer Pranadana. So he describes Nityananda as the life and soul of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Gadadhar is the Cupid, or Gore is the, you could say the other way, Gore is the Cupid of Gadadhar, and, and uh, Nitayer Nitai is in his friendly relationship. He's, he's Balaram, so you're my life and soul, something like that. Pran means the life air. Nitayer Pranadana. Hmm? It's, uh, um, it's like the, the treasure, the wealth of my of my life. This is implies uh, the mood of a friendship. Madhama hmm? implies romantic ideas. So it's talking about again Radha Krishna in Gorlila, Krishna and Balaram now in Gorlila, and Advaita Prabhujita Gaur. He says. And Advaita, who who is who who Gore is the Prabhujita of the uh, worshipable Lord. This is a, this is a very interesting idea because uh, Advaita was the elder, and he's the Mahavishnu of Gorlila. So he's worshipable. He's overtly the Godhead, if you will, and. He was elderly, so he should have been worshipped by the young boy Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But he wanted to establish that I have called him here. He's he, he's actually my worshipable Lord. So Gudwaita went to great extremes to get Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to um, demonstrate in the Leela that he himself, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was the was the superior, if you will, was the Lord of Advaita. The way he did it was he, he was a great speaker of, of Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita, Advaita. 
And uh, so one day he began to speak Bhagavad Gita and explain it from a Mayabad perspective. And so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard that Advaita, the old man, is speaking Mayabad philosophy from Bhagavad Gita. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went there very angry with him and took the book out of his hand and chastised him and just gave him a slap and he fell on the ground and he said, Just see who is the Lord. Advaita is rolling and saying, you are the you are the, my master, you see. His wife Sita saying, He's an old man. Don't you know, so the waiter was celebrating. I've demonstrated it, see you're you're uh, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, you know, Krishna's the source of Vishnu. Hmm? This is what he was another way he wanted to say it. Nimai Vishwambar Srinivasi Shri says he he has way mentioned the Dvaita and he says Nimai Vishwambar. Hmm. The name Nimai is one of the names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when it was given by Advaita's wife. So generally we don't talk about Advaita independently of his wife, Sita Deita, like Lakshmi Narayan, Lakshmi Narayan. And the idea is Lakshmi is chaste in Narayan, she's always there hmm. uh, for him and so forth. So Sita Deita, her name is Sita in, the, in this Leela. And she gave the name to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu his name was Vishwambar, which means like the maintainer of the universe, but she nicknamed him Nimai because he was born under a neem tree. And a neem tree has antiseptic qualities and so forth. And it was thought that the the medicinal powers, if you will, of the neem tree were such that um, under the protection of neem, evil, evil spirits would be, you know, dispelled. The sun's the daughters of, I should say, of Sachi had died one after another. And it was thought ghosts came and, you know, in the context of the Leela, this kind of thing, had taken the the children. So the, the, the Sita said, you know, name him Nimai, and just by invoking this name, Nimai, which is uh, invoking the Neem tree, this will be protective. So, Nimai Bishwambar, it says, Advaita Prabhujita Gaur, so... He's the worshipable Lord of Advaita. When we say Advaita, we have to think of Sita, Takurani, and so Nimai. By mentioning the name Nimai, then the heart goes to to uh, Sita, who, ga- who gave him the name. What was her Vatsalya Baal for him, and how she was thinking, and we have driven, you know, to taste that, and so forth. And the, the Nimai Vishwambar. So, how the, you see, her, her affection. In, in 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 naming him was such that the name that she gave him became the prominent name, Nimai Pandit. Vishwambar hmm. Mija was his family name, but that name is not. We don't usually we don't hear much of that. You know, devotees aren't referring to him in that. But the name Nimai has much more uh, precedence, popularity, and so forth. So. Um, he wants to bring out here the, the affection of Sita Thakurani. He's Vishwambar, but he's he's Nimai, he's Nimai Vishwambar, <laughs> something like that. Hmm. He means he's Vishwambar, he's the protector of the universe, but he needs to be protected too. Hmm. This is an intimate name. Vishwambar is an Aishwarya name, and Nimai is a name of intim- intimacy. Hmm. So the friends of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they like to refer to him by that name, mm-hmm. who needs something from us, and we're there for him. 
something like this. This is their spiritual illusion. And it says, Srinivas Ishwar. So he's mentioned the principal members of the Pachatattva, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, Garadhar, Nityananda, Advaita, and Srivas. Srivas is the kind of personification of the, of the Jeev Shakti that has become uh, perfected in sp- through spiritual practice and able to participate in the Leela. This is the idea. So, Srinivas Ishwar, I mean, he's, he's, the, he's the Lord of of Srivas, Bhakta Samuva Chitta Chor, and he steals the hearts of all the devotees. Hmm. In this, he's mentioned Srinivas Ishwar, there's Two sides to that, uh, and we it's brought out here by Bhakta Samuhachitajo, the following name, if you will. Shivas means sometimes he's referred to as Narada Muni, the Narada Muni, the perfected devotee in the Gorlila. Narada is very much the paradigmatic figure in Bhagavatam, who's the perfected devotee who you know who became the guru of Vyasa and taught him about bhakti and. I know on certain terms, told him to teach bhakti to, to, such that it gave rise to the Bhagavatam itself. So Narada is an important, you know, he wrote the Narada Bhakti Sutras, Narada Pancharatra. So much of our spiritual practices come from these um, Pancharatra Agama texts. Uh, and Narada plays such a prominent role there in, in bhakti and so forth. But he is a Vaidhi Bhakta Narada. In other words, he worships Krishna with some sense that Krishna's God, not like in the Brajlila. Hmm? So this is the one side to Shivas, and it means that the Vaidhi Bhakti is also fully available in through Chaitanya Bhakti. Hmm? And Rag Bhakti. Yes, Rag he came to give Rag Bhakti, but inside if he can give Rag Bhakti, he can give Vaidhi Bhakti also. Hmm? So Vaidhi Bhaktas would do well to join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. If they want to go to Vaikuntha or they want to even worship Krishna in Dwaraka, with some acknowledgement of his godhood and so forth, to join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission in Kali Yuga is the idea. Srinivas Ishwar, so he's the lord of, Ish, of Srinivas, Bhakta Sumuha Chitta Chora, and he steals the hearts of all the devotees. So when he says he steals the hearts of all the devotees, then yeah, we are driven a little bit to think about Krishna, the thief. Hmm? He's the Chirchara. Hmm. He's the butter thief. And um, this butter thief is uh, not relative only to his childhood leelas, but to his boyhood and uh, adolescent leelas, and especially in his, his boyhood leelas of Sakirasa, he is very much um, a uh, uh, Nabhanita Taskar, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a makanchor, he's a butter thief. In his youth, his childhood, he's stealing from the neighbors and eating the butter, but in his, in his, his, in his Sakirasa, which is prominent in the Kumar Leela, or the Poganda Leela, I should say, then it's an, or the infancy, you know, childhood, boyhood, then he's, you know, making the, coming with his band of cow herds as the gopis are carrying the milk, 
uh, and yogurt and butter on their heads from, you know, from the milk shed to the to the delivery point, and Krishna heads them off at the pass with all of his coward friends and says, if you're going to pass through here first, you have to pay a tax. Mm-hmm. And so the whole Leela is created and the cowherds arguing with the, with the gopis and, and there's a fight and Krishna says, the tax will be you know, so many pounds of yogurt and this and that. And of course he wants to steal Radha's love and a moment for a moment and so forth. And so all this negotiating is is going on. And uh, so uh, Bhakta Samuva Chittatoya, in some sense we are drawn to Think of that, and Narada and Trinivas has a role there as well as as Mother Mangala. We find this comes out in the Puri Lila actually when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu after the Puri Lila, there is in Jagannath Puri after the Jagannath during the Jagannath throughout the Yatra, the Lakshmi deity is brought out at a certain point. She's very upset that her husband has left and gone out without her and forth so forth and so there's a whole and, uh, Leela and drama that's performed there. And after seeing that in Jagannath Puri during the Rathyastra festival, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, hey, well, look at the position of Lakshmi. She's very upset with this, with, uh, with Jagannath. And so he asked Sarup Damodar and Srinivas to have a debate. Hmm? Srinivas took the position of Lakshmi in Vaikuntha and Swarup Damodar took the position of the gopis and the Brajlila, hmm, which was more opulent, which and they had a very beautiful discussion, and Srupadamadar won the discussion, and then we found whether we find at that time we find that Srivas Thakur, who's being described, who was taking the role of Narada, he lifted his arm like this and went, <laughs> made a noise, and and this is we find this movement and this kind of behavior. In Madhumangal, one of Chip and other coward friends of Krishna, making noises and celebrating, so he's showing. You know, he has a role there as well, as uh, as the Madhumangal. So, <laughs> Nadia Shashada. So he means he's the, um, like the the the, the, the moon of Nadia. He illumines what is the. What is the significance of that place? Nadia Navadweep, Mayapur Ishwar is the actual the Lord of Mayapur, which is the center of the whole of Navadweep. Nampravartanasura, and he he's the, distributes uh, the holy name. Hmm? He's the uh, You know, big, he, he, he celebrates and distributes the nam dharma. Hmm? And then Grihijana Shikshakanasikulanayaka, we we, we, we we discussed that. He's the perfect Grihasta, he's the perfect hero of the sannyasis. After he says Nyasikulanayaka, hero of the sannyasis, he says Madhavarada Bhavapura. Hmm. So he's um, he's the husband of the goddess of fortune, he's uh, ever flowing with ecstatic uh, sentiments. The he's the Radha Bhavapur. Uh, he's like the very s- city of an embodiment of uh, Radha's 
uh, emotions. And as a sannyasi, he's trying to give us implications, access to that. And then he goes on now and describes different associates. He says, Sarvabhomashodana, Rajapatitarana. So, Sarvabhoma, he's the, uh, he purified, he corrected Sarvabhoma, he's a teacher of Sarvabhoma. Sarvabhoma was the teacher of everybody. <laughs> and Mahaprabhu became his teacher. You, you may know the Leela. Uh, Sarvabhoma wanted to teach Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because he was accustomed to teaching sannyasis logic from scripture by which they would become more solidified and established in their position. Hmm? And this is very pertinent to the Gyanmarg and uh, relative to the Gyanmarg. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was such a young sannyasi, he thought, how he's so beautiful, how will he not be, you know, uh, distracted by the world, the world will be pulling on him in every way. One thing if you're old and wrinkly anyway, and and you renounce the world when it's half gone, three quarters are gone anyway, but you're using the budding youth and such a uh, attractive youth by way of his knowledge, his intelligence, his, just his, his charm, his personal beauty and so forth. So Sarabhama thought, let me teach him. And Mahaprabhu said, yes, I'd, I want to learn from you. And of course, he ended up teaching Sarabhama. <laughs> So he corrected Sarvabhoma. He, he became the teacher of Sarvabhoma. Sarvabhoma Shodana, Gajapati Tarana. Then, then the king, Gajapati is the name for Pratapurjamaraj, means Gajapati means lord of ele elephants. Gajas, so it means he was very wealthy because to take care of elephants, it costs a lot. I hope Nam Chintamani is watching this. She wants me to get elephants at Madhavan. I've been told they need about 200 pounds of food a day. What it takes to clean up after them, I'm not sure. <laughs> we have a, 200 pounds going in. Let's go, going out, yeah. So, <laughs> need some reinforcements for that. So anyway, the king was able to, you know, have lots of elephants, so he was very wealthy. Gajapati Dharana. So he's the deliverer of the, the Gajapati, who, you know, he's the man who has everything, and he needed to be delivered from his wealth, from the, the pit of wealth, if you will, from the, the chains of wealth and material opulence. He pulled him out of that. And, indeed, at one point, the king took off his kingly attire under the tutelage of Sarvabhoma and dressed like a simple Vaishnava. And at that time, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw him and embraced him. Hmm. So, the Poshan of Yura. And he mentions Ramananda, who uh, has, a, has a hero of Yura. Hmm. And Poshana means like the uh, nourisher of Ramananda. So, there was a famous conversation between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked questions, and Ramananda Roy gave the answers. But Ramananda Roy said, "Actually, you know, I'm just holding the fiddle, and you're playing the strings, and you're pulling out all the answers for me uh, by your questions, and so on and so forth." And so he felt enriched, nourished by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's questions. Um, indeed, and it's true that the, the teacher does feel 
with the right questions, he feels, oh, they've given me something, very made me think about that. Hmm. And how will we answer that? And so, in this way, the students nourish the teacher roop, roop, with some of their questions, not with all of them. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are the perfect questions. And Ramananda says, oh, nobody thinks like that, nobody asks like that. Yeah, thank you for asking. I now have something to say about what, my, what I'm experiencing. Rupananda Vardhana. So Rupa Goswami, of course, is the commander of the ocean of, of Bhakti Rasa. Sanatana Goswami is his elder, and Gaurila, Rupa Goswami defers to him. But in Krishna Leela, Rupa Goswami as Rupa Manjari takes a senior position to uh, Sanatana Goswami. Hmm? They're both handmaidens of Radha in that Krishna Leela, of course, but Rupa holds the primary position there. Again, here he's he, he, he's written about Bhakti Rasa in Bhakti Rasa Mrita Sindhu, for example. He's the commander, the captain of the, the ship of, of Bhakti Rasa. And so this ocean of rasa that Rupa Goswami embodies. Mahaprabhu is the Vardhana, Anandam Buddhi Vardhana. You know, he's, the, he's the increasing the ocean of the ecstasy of Bhakti Rasa that Rupa Goswami personifies. And Sanatana Palana. Uh, this is nice. He says uh, he's the protector of Sanatan, who was our protector, actually, because Sanatan wrote very much about Sambandha Gyan and to some extent Vaidhi Bhakti and uh, the, much the protector of the devotees in his writing, giving them foundational teachings. Sambandha Gyan, for example, in, in Bhakti Rast, in, in um, Brihad Bhagavatamrita, good feet to stand on there. What is this? What is the meaning really of Srimad Bhagavatam? Well, it's, it's teaching what is the highest ideal of bhakti we find in Srimad Bhagavatam? What is the place that corresponds with that? There could be many places to go and many ideals. Bhagavatam seems to be talking about so many things, so Brihad Bhagavatamrita distills it real out and makes it real clear. Here's the highest ideal of Brajalila in the context of that the gopis is, have taken the highest position of love and Goloka is the place that corresponds with that. Go there. Hmm. So, <laughs> a devotee called me the day, other day and said, I'm reading the Brihad Bhagavatamrita and I think it's too, it's too high. I said, oh, that's a very low book, actually. That's a very basic book, Brihad Bhagavatamrita. <laughs> I mean, it's a wonderful, extraordinary book, but it's it's some sections, of course, are a bit breathtaking. And he was in some of those sections, but I said, "No, yeah, you should read that book. That that's good." And I helped him to understand it philosophically. He gave me a good opportunity. So, and then Haridas is mentioned. Haridas and Modanadira. So um, he he gladdens Haridas Thakur and. Uh, you know, Modan means grave, so he's like the gravity of Haridas Thakur, who was a very grave person and born in a Muslim family, but became the devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and very grave about his vows of chanting and never deviated from them and so forth. Mahaprabhu gave him the name Namacharja. Um, he was very sober and tolerant. He was beaten 
by the Muslims for becoming a Hindu. In 21 different marketplaces, they took him through village to village, and each village had a marketplace, and they tied him up and whipped him there um, for, for chanting, you know, Krishnanam, which is a Hindu practice, and being, they said one thing is if the Hindus want to chant, let them do whatever they want, but if Muslims become Hindus, this is, we cannot tolerate this. So they made an example of him, they beat him. And uh, he remained sober the whole time and never lost his composure. And in the, at the 21 first marketplace, the agents of the Muslim rulers said, they showed some distress. They themselves became disturbed, and Haridas was undisturbed. He was a dira. A dira means a sober person, undisturbed. And at times when one would, you know, be disturbed, he's being whipped. He's in the twenty-one mark, twenty-first marketplace. How he could even stand up? And meanwhile, the, the people who were whipping him said started to show some um, lack of composure. So he said, "What's the problem?" More or less, and they said. You know, it's 21 marketplaces. You were supposed to have died a long time ago. We're in 21. This is, we've been through 21 villages here. And if you don't die, our heads are, you know, going to roll. He said, oh. He said, well, throw me in the Ganges. I'll die. I don't want to cause you any problem. So they threw him in the Ganges, and he apparently died. And he floated down, of course, and came to the shore, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was there, and embraced him and all the markings on his body that showed up on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's body. Hmm? And the, all the whipping, the lashes, and so the, and then, the, then they disappeared altogether. And so the implication was, I was there, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I was there. Hmm? And the pain that you would have felt, I was absorbing all of that. Hmm? So the sober Haridas and Mahaprabhu was, um, he gladdens Haridas Thakur, hmm, his own gravity. Rajarasa Bhavana Dushta Mata Shatana. So he is the source of, now he's coming to the end, he's the source of the uh, mellows of Braj. He's the fountain from which Krishna Leela comes and flows in all directions. Krishna Leela is the overflowing, he's the fountain. So a nice idea. Gaur Leela, the source of Krishna Leela. It's being described here in this way. And kapati bigatana kam. So he says, it's very nice the way he puts these together. He says, he's the source of all the transcendental rasa, mellows of brudge, and he's the destroyer of mischievous and the wicked, and he dissolves um, lust. So all these things have no place in the brudge lila. Hmm? He put them together to make a kind. He's the source of all the brotherly, and he destroys the lust and wickedness. And so it's a message to you know those things have to come out in order to enter there. Something like that. Hmm. So he he maintains and protects all the shudabaktas, all the pure devotees, and shushkagyantadana, um, the dry. Uh, Gyanis who are beating the husk and uh, losing out on the grain, if you will, the substance. He um, kind of uh, chastises them by way of his example. You're wasting your time. You're beating an empty husk. Bhakti is the end of knowledge. 
चलो भक्ति दूषण राम एंड फॉर एज दोज आर हिपोक्रिटिकल इन देर इन देर डिवोशन कली चेलस डिसाइपल्स ओनली ऑफ कली युग पोजिंग एज डिवोटिस he destroys their pretension exposes that so forth in this way he is the reservoir of all pleasure ram so this is a nice song about chaitanya mahaprabhu jai gorgadadhar jai chaitanya mahaprabhu any question Yeah, why were the why the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like Radha Pandya, like the Panchatattva Shivastak, or um, Nityananda Prabhu, and so forth? Adaita, they didn't leave any writings hmm. uh, because in amongst Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates, some of them were to. their position was to exemplify the sadhana that he himself was teaching it wasn't it in the proposed position to exemplify the sadhana it wasn't godadhar's position it wasn't a devotee's position they they were doing other things in relation to the leela like i just described godadhar pandit there was a full time engagement <laughs> the but rup sanatam hmm Uh, Goswami, these six Goswamis, they are the of all the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They, their lives exemplify how to put his teachings into practice. So they were commissioned to write all the books. What is Gaudiya Vaishnavism? What are the teachings? And they embody the teachings. That's why, amongst the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they're in a sense they stand out as most important to us because they. exemplified the teachings they were sadakas we don't find the other devotees in the same measure being uh are they are not um presented as the sadakas but to some extent godadhar pandit a little bit but and he's teaching bhagavatam and so forth but you know you don't find pundarik vidyanidhi like this or uh you know ramananda roy was was a a mad person really who was in the government service and became a mad person just stayed around Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and recited poetry and so on and so forth uh, there was a little writing from Srup Damodar and he was a he's the they you know all these Goswami they are all manjaris and Srup Damodar is the lead he's the leader of the manjaris as a as a as a sakhi hmm. he's in Krishna Leela's there friends of there are those who could be qualified to have their own group of manjaris and have a direct relationship with krishna certain type of gopi but these two lalita and vishaka they're qualified like that but they don't do that instead they subordinate themselves to radha hmm? and under them then come all these radha's manjaris and so forth so srup damodar this is his position and rup rup ramananda roy actually ramananda roy did write a little something jagannath balabanataka hmm? 
Hmm? And also Surupdamadar. Some verses of Surupdamadar have survived and are available. And some of them have been used by Krishna's Kaviraj and Chaitanya Charitamrita. So they did, to some extent, Surupdamadar and Chaitanya Roy also, to some extent, exemplify the life of uh, sadhakas, but more so Rupsanatam. And so they were particularly commissioned by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Lila to do that. Others had their own purposes to taste, to be part of the Leela, taste it and so forth. Anything else? Jai Gorgadhar. Vijay.